Welcome to Episode 20 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Today, Keith begins a series of conversations discussing five key self-evaluation questions that every leader needs to ask themselves. Welcome to Leadership in Context, a conversation on leadership in the context of the local church. For show notes, email podcast at innerpastors.com. And now here's Keith Tusi. I want to read you a verse of scripture from Galatians, the sixth chapter. It's Galatians 6, 4. It says, but each one must examine his own work and then he will have reason for boasting. I believe the King James says for rejoicing in himself and not in regard to another. So today what I want to do is I want to give you five questions to ask yourself so that you can do some self-evaluation. You can do some self-examination. Now, when I say self-evaluation, I'm not talking about just you evaluating yourself. I think it starts there. The problem is with most of us, either we're too hard on ourselves or we're too easy on ourselves. And ultimately, it becomes too subjective. We're not clear enough. And we either get so depressed we want to quit or we still, we, we get so inflated that we're not much good to anybody. So those are not good solutions. When I'm talking about self-evaluation, I'm talking about using tools and people around us uh, to give us some honest feedback on where we are at on some things so that we can keep improving. Think about being in the ministry. We're always challenging people to improve. We're always telling people they need to get equipped. They need to be discipled. They need to be accountable. Yet oftentimes, the most unaccountable or the most unchallenged person in the church may be the guy that's doing the preaching. So something has got to change there. So let's look at these five questions that I want to give you, okay? We're not going to cover all five of these today, but I want to give them to you ahead of time. Question number one, what do I do well? Question number two, what do I do not so well? What am I bad at? What do I do poorly? Question number three, what needs to be done that I tend to avoid? Question number four, what do I do that I need some definite improvement on? And question number five, what can I invest in others so that they can do some of the things that I am doing? So let's just start at the top here on what do you do well? Now, Just as in business, there are different business owners that do different things well. Some business owners are really good at service. Some are really good at marketing. Some are really good at dealing with problems. You know what? I think ministry leaders are the same way. And while a large majority, they may say, look, I'm a good communicator. I'm a good teacher. I'm a good preacher. I think there's a fair number of people that fit into some other categories that honestly, their top gifting may be something different than that. Obviously, As a lead elder, we have to be apt at teaching and preaching. But I think there are some pastors that are great administrators and organizers. I think there are some pastors that are great at personal ministry and counseling. I think there are some pastors that are great at networking and community community evangelism. I think there are some pastors that are just visionaries over the top, and that drives everything the church does. 
So while they may be good at teaching and preaching, there may be something actually they do better than that. So I think it's actually important, and the list could be greater than that certainly, to identify what you're really good at. You know, years ago, uh, Starbucks, who I don't give any of my money to, by the way, they realized that they were their profit margins were going down and they discovered it's because they had expanded their offerings too much. They had almost gotten out of the coffee business. They were offering too many other things in their store. Coffee is what they were supposed to be good at. And that's how we've got to think about it. What is the thing that we're good at? And we continually get better. We protect that product. We're always upgrading that product. In other words, if you're good at something, you should continue to get better at that something. You should polish that gem that God is giving you. You don't rest on your laurels and let that thing deteriorate. And I think a lot of times what we're doing is we're giving a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of anointing, uh, a, a lot of attention, a lot of focus to other things that may be okay but they are not going to drive the vision and the leadership of the church like our best gift can. That doesn't mean we have a license to neglect something that's legitimately important. But the truth is, if you're in the hamburger business, you better serve a really, really good hamburger. Okay? And if you can make really good french fries and really good milkshakes with it, more power to you. But you know what? You better have a good hamburger. And those people selling good hamburgers, they are looking at their recipe all the time. They're looking at their vendors. They're looking at how hot the flame is. They're looking at how good the wrapper is. In other words, they're looking at every element of that hamburger they're serving on a regular basis so they can maintain their market share and they can keep that doing best. And I think oftentimes we're so used to dealing with problems, we let problems dictate to us and we're trying to better things that certainly could use some improvement, but but the backside of it is we're neglecting the thing that we're good at. I want to challenge you to ask yourself and ask some other folks around you, what am I good at? What am I really what is what is the thing I bring to the plate that is the best thing? All of us have certain strengths. Some of us are one talent, and there's some other people out there that are five talent. God bless them. But whatever talent or talents God has given you, we ought to be able to clearly identify that and continue to polish it and to really make it shine and to really make it go. You know, if you had somebody that was in the construction business and they could do a little bit of everything, that's great. But you know what? If they're really good at one thing, then that's the thing that they ought to focus off. They're really a good trim carpenter, then that's what they ought to focus on. That's where the money is going to be made. That's where their reputation is going to be made. You know, and if they can do some other things to keep money on the table or keep some guys employed or, or whatever it may be, that's great. But they've got to focus on what their best skill is. What is your best skill? Ask yourself that question. Question number two is, what do I do poorly? Now, the reason I really bring this up is, number one, I think we need to identify it and be honest and get some help understanding it. But I think my philosophy might be a little bit different from some other people's philosophy based on this. In other words, if I do something poorly and I'm just not wired that way, not, I'm not talking about neglect, I'm not talking about negligence, and I'm not talking about avoidance. I'm just not good at it. 
For those of you who know me, I'm not good at technology. I don't like technology. I, I think computers are of the devil. I'm just kidding, okay? I, I don't like technology at all. Every time I walk into a room where there's computers, they short out. But I understand that they're necessary. So I just do the minimum I have to do, and I put my attention in other venues, and I get people to help me, okay? I have no passion. I have no interest in those things, but I do not devalue them. And I think a lot of times in ministry, Pastors feel like they are the chief cook and bottle washer, which is unfortunately sometimes more true than we want to admit, that we're knee deep in something that we're really not good at, and we'd be far better focusing our attention on the things that we are good at and building some kind of defense. I'd use this illustration. You know, if you had a football team and your safeties and cornerbacks weren't really that great, you wouldn't take them off the field and say, that's it, I'm just not playing safeties and cornerbacks anymore. You'd say, you know what, I'm going to set, my linebackers are going to have to blitz more. I'm, I'm going to have to get that guy to hurry up and throw the ball quicker so we can try to cover a guy for two seconds. That's what I'm talking about. Understanding that if I use my best gift, it'll cover some of my weaknesses, but I've got to understand what those weaknesses are. And then I've got to value them. How high are they in the value system? There are some things that we're weak at, we are just going to have to get better at. I'm going to talk about those in our next podcast a little bit. But I just really want to encourage you to take this to heart. Get in a safe place. Have a cup of coffee with somebody. Take out a pad and a paper and a, and, and a pen and, and ask them a question. Hey, what am I really good at? What am I not so good at? And to ask them direct questions. Would the church be better? Would the church grow? Would we be more effective if I was good at that or if I wasn't spending as much time on this or that? You know, because sometimes people don't really want to, you know, shoot straight from the hip. But sometimes if we ask them a direct question, will get a much better answer. Don't get caught up in just personal self-evaluation. Invite some people into your bubble. You know, maybe take an online test that tries to evaluate you. Some of them, I think, are pretty helpful. But ultimately, I think it's the people around you that can help you and encourage you. Ask yourself these two questions this week. What am I really good at? And what am I really not so good at? Hey, this is Keith Tusey, and it's been great to be with you with Leadership in Context this week. Today, Keith began a series of conversations discussing five key self-evaluation questions that every leader needs to ask themselves. Self-evaluation uses tools and people around us to give us honest feedback on where we are on specific things so that we can keep improving. This week, take some time to discover what you are good at and what you aren't so good at. Next week, Keith will break down the other self-evaluation questions. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, check out our website, innerpastors.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at innerpastors.com.